All right, Easy Crypto, what's up? Fancy Ross is here. What's up, man? How's it going, Rasta? How's it going, Fancy yeah, Rasta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here, man. Got some interesting stuff going on today, man. LeBron gets Toronto. It's about to get real. It's Game about two. to get very real. Hey, yo, hey, hey, uh, bro, you're breaking up real bad. I don't know if it's me, but we might have to try this shit again. Real bad? I can hear you good. Yeah, you breaking up bad, though. I don't know if it's my service, but I'm on the Wi-Fi, so, like, you're breaking up. Can you edit the video, like, once we're done? Uh, I believe so. Oh, shit. I, I never edit. I just go ahead and rock it. <laughs> I am. Out, I am outside. We well, we can't. Too. Oh, okay. Do you want you want That's to wait till you get Because like, well, do you? Why don't you just do your thing, and then me and you will do a separate episode, dog? Because like, it, it'll probably be better if you're connected to the Wi-Fi. Because this is all internet based. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I hear you better. How now. am I now? Yeah, you have better. Yeah, you sound a lot better now. I think I'm. I think I walked past some Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sound clear as day right now. Before you were breaking up every other word. All right, that's good. That's good. Well, I'm gonna hang out in this spot, I guess. All right, so we started two minutes. Hang out. Hang out. <laughs> Am I still good? Yeah, you good? All right, three. Well, I got a lot. I'm outside. A little bit. Just a little bit. All right. So what's up, man? Easy Crypto. What's up? Fancy Ross is here. About to talk about these NBA games. You know, I'm hyped. Man, I, these playoffs have been very exciting, man. They, they've, been, they've been very exciting. And I'm I'm glad that at least we got some excitement, man. Because all those sweeps that we had in the past, man, was getting kind right. of boring and old. Word for real, yeah. Especially with LeBron running through the East, I'm glad he's got a challenge this year in a shitty team. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you don't give my boy so much slack, man. <laughs> hey, you got to though, man. He's balling right now. He looks like a transformer. Like he doesn't even have lungs. That's it's right. crazy. It's crazy. Man, you always ask that question, man. How much longer can he go? How much longer can he go? We've been seeing this for the past ten years straight. This I know. I know, and I, you know I don't like LeBron, so, like, it's just painful to watch this. And, like, I'm just waiting for him to retire so I don't have to hear people talk about LeBron. But, look, you got to give credit where credit is due, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I always ask people, well, who are we going to talk about once LeBron's gone? Because there will be nobody stepped up to the challenge to be the next Jordan or Kobe or, or even LeBron. Who, who are we going to be comparing those, that next young talent? I, I, this to be honest, to be honest, look, recently it's been all about guards. Like, Jordan's a guard. Kobe, a guard. LeBron can play anywhere, but I see him as a guard because he's playing on the wing. I think one of these big men are going to come out and just probably take over the lead. Like, Anthony Davis, come on, man. Yes. Like, him and DeMarcus Cousins, I think that duo is slept on. And I think if they had DeMarcus Cousins in this playoffs, they would have gave Golden State a run for their money. I believe so too. And people said that, you know, they some people criticized them and said, well, maybe they wouldn't be here if DeMarcus Cousins was there because they play a different style. They're still with averaging the third most points in the league with DeMarcus. Exactly. 
So they were scoring nah. points, and that's the point. It's to score points. Exactly, and and I disagree with that because the rotation was completely different with the markets playing because what they would do. One of them big men will come off first. So what, whether it was AD or DeMarcus, then you got one of them resting on the bench at the at the 10-minute mark until the six-minute mark, and then they come in to finish the first quarter. It was, it's good. It's good, especially with Anthony Davis being so injury-prone. Um, he's never been this far in the playoffs. So I think if he would have had DeMarcus Cousins, it would have t- taken a little bit of the load off of him. Um, but like we talked about, this is going to be a sweep. Katie, uh, it is just, they're just too good. You you talking about the two greatest shooters of all time and the six and the six eleven seven foot oh my god can shoot from thirty at Stephen Yeah, listen, come on, man. Hey, that's a hundred million dollar athlete right there, boy. Yeah, you got two two to three damn near MVPs on one team. Man, that's that's a juggernaut. That's a that's juggernaut. Deadly. That's <laughs> deadly, man. I'll tell you what, KD is KD is is amazing. I I personally think KD is probably one of the best pure scorers in the league. Definitely top three easily. Well, well, well this was this what happened, Rasta. You took Kevin, Kevin Durant, joined the team, and just kind of slid in. Played his slid part, right? In like a puzzle piece, mm-hmm. and now his game is so easy. The game is so easy for him. He don't have to stress and try to get buckets. He don't have to beg for the basketball. The ball, ball, right. Take mm-hmm. 30 shots a game. He can take 10 to 15 shots a game and get you 30 a night. Way more efficient because yep. the game is a lot easier. Right. And, you know, notice his assist numbers went up, went up too. That's what happens when he's got – Yeah, the style of play is different. He's not playing with Westbrook where it becomes isolation ball. Isolation ball. No, you're playing the team that plays as a team that moves the ball around because they know that's their strength to get those open shots, right? You have to move the basketball. It reminds you of when, when everybody used to, to be on the Spurs. That's how the Spurs used to do it. They used to move that basketball around six, seven passes before a shot even get, get attempted. Exactly. And that's basketball, exactly. you know? That's basketball. It's beautiful to watch it sometimes, man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But, so, but Go ahead. So who you who you who you got tonight, man? We got we got the uh we got Boston and we got the 76ers. Some, some very young talent as we were just talking about the future of the NBA. Ooh, the Sixers, they they're the future now. I got I got a couple friends that if they listen if they listen to this podcast, they're gonna be happy that I said that. I got some Sixers fans that they're they're like the Browns for for the you know, like the last ten years and all of a sudden <laughs> here they come. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, so, yes. I, I personally think both games are Tied by the end of the night. That this, I mean, the series is tied for both team, both games. Um, Philly, I think Philly steals one in Boston, and Toronto. Listen to me, Toronto should have won that game. Yeah. I don't care what nobody says. Toronto should have won that game, but but in the long run, that overtime, that stress that they put on the team on Cleveland might benefit them, especially if this game goes six or seven, six or seven games. You see what I'm saying? And like. And that's the thing with the with the legs, with the endurance of LeBron. He's played seven. He played a seven game series in the first round. Led the league in minutes again this year. I'm pretty sure he's leading the, the league in minutes in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely, and easily. Yes, and I think that that may come down to to fatigue towards the end if this thing do go six or seven. Exactly, and look, the playoffs. Just we talked about this too. You know, the playoffs is about not turning the ball over. Like you got to value every single possession. Correct. I don't know how much of the game you watched, but Kyle Lowry was doing some things in the. I think it was the second quarter 
Like he was like jumping, like hesitating in midair whether he was gonna shoot or pass. Can't do that, man. Can't do that in the playoffs, bro. You had to make a decision. That's it, man. You have to make the decision and live with it. And you're the point guard. You you gotta you gotta be on point. You're the last person that they need to turn over the ball, especially when you got a lead. You know what I mean? All you gotta do is keep the ball. Keep well, the ball. Like make them earn their points at least. Don't give them no free points. Make them earn their points. If that makes sense. Well, it definitely looked like Toronto in that game one down the stretch and that second half seemed like they just kind of either got lackadaisical or they just forgot what they was there playing for. I don't know what happened because they were rolling at the beginning, man, and then they just like J.R. Smith and Kyle Korver just wow. Like I understand, I understand you're gonna double LeBron. All right, you don't leave Kyle Korver open. That's their sniper. You're gonna give their sniper a line of shot. He's gonna hit those. That's right. Hit those. Yes, he is. You know, and and Toronto is a good defensive team. So like their strength is actually guarding the wings. They got Lowry that can play defense. They got DeRozan that could play defense. Uh, they got OG, I think it's an, an, an Annenboy or something like that. He could play defense. You know what I mean? So, like, I understand doubling LeBron, but I think – Serge, you got Serge too. Yeah, you got Serge that could guard the win. I think, personally, I, would, I wouldn't double team LeBron. I would let LeBron have to get his. Play good defense because what's happened is when LeBron gets the ball as a point guard, they collapse. Toronto collapses the paint. And so LeBron is going to – he's probably leading the playoffs in assists. So, of course, when you collapse the paint, he's going to drive and kick it. And that's all he was doing. That's all – look, LeBron, that's what he wants. That's That's been his uh-huh. game for the last 10 years is he want to get everybody involved like a true player should, like a, like a point guard or a general should. You get your right. teammates involved and then you do what you got to do to bring this thing home. So when he right. gets that help, when he gets those guys them open looks and they're knocking them down, Man, they're almost impossible to beat at that point because you know right. he can score at any time. But if he got yeah. the other guy shooting threes and they got confidence, it'll be a right. long series or be or it'll be a short series for Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and listen, I got something to talk about with that game too because I was really locked into that game because you know with anytime LeBron's playing, if you follow me on social media or you know at, on Twitter at, at Fantasy Roster or Instagram at Fantasy Roster, you, you'll see I talk a lot of shit about LeBron. Um, I take bets with friends that that are that are that are ta- that are LeBron fans just because I don't like him. You know what I mean? Like, no money on it just just to make it interesting. But um, why the hell is Fred Van Fleet taking the last shot of the game? That, and that's the one thing I ask when you got two other all stars over there, potential superstars. Why right. is this guy taking the last shot on a team that's being carried by your by, by your two all stars? That doesn't right. make any sense. No, not at all. I agree with you, hundred percent. Didn't make any sense. So, like, I just had to call them out on that. But look, I don't know what they did in the first quarter that had them so successful because they were up like fifteen points or something at some point. I'm pretty sure. So, I don't know what shifted going into the second quarter, but they need to go back to what they did in the first quarter. And I think, it, to be honest, I think Toronto takes this one. I do. I do. I think the keys for Toronto to take this game, you, uh, DeMar is going to have to establish himself early. And right. They're not, and they're, they're not uh, – they're going to have to lower the turnovers or, or don't turn the ball over because that's what gets uh, keeps Cleveland in the game. That right, last Cleveland game. In the game. Yeah, turnovers are everything. Last game, Cleveland had three turnovers. Toronto had nine. That's, that's a three-to-one ratio. You lost by one point. Imagine one less turnover. That's one more basket. That's the difference right now. Exactly. Exactly. Serge Ibaka going three. three, He went three for eight. 
So he only took eight shots. And and he's probably he's got one of the best matchups on the floor for Toronto. So I think that's gonna go up. I think he's he needs to take double the shots because you can abuse Kevin Love. Like you can abuse Kevin Love and Larry Nance. Correct. You know what I mean? Those are, the, those are the weaknesses as far as, you know, defensively, because we know this isn't a strong defensive Cavs team. Exactly. So there are a lot of mismatches all over the place. It's just you can't beat yourself, and you do got to take advantage of the mismatches that you do have. Exactly. And did you notice that a lot, like, Toronto was scoring in the paint often, like real often, yes, bro. They were picking roll, pulling the center out, pull, pulling love out, and having Lowry at the Rosen. They're very weak down low. Yeah, Valanciunas went for 21. He had 21 points and 21 rebounds. So you, so you ask yourself, how they lose this darn going game? Right, exactly. He did his part. They have clearly the better team. I mean, they got right. the best player, but they do got the better team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, Val, to be honest, Val's 21 and 21. That, that's a nice 20-point uh, and 20-rebound uh, double-double. He, sh- he could have won that game for them. He had an opportunity at the end of the game, a tip-in. You know what I mean? A, a, a few opportunities. So, look, it was a close game. Uh, Cleveland was just the beginning. They were, I think they were lucky to pull it out. LeBron took over as usual, like he like he always does. Um, but I think I think Toronto makes the right adjustments, and then I think they take this one. I got. I'm gonna take Cleveland in a close game. I think it is gonna be close all the way down to the to the stretch. Uh, I believe I'm taking the king. The, uh, I don't the Raptors. The Raptors are the Raptors. For some reason, right? Oh my God! Don't remind me. They got the number right now, so I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh, Cleveland. Close one and a, and a close one. Probably come down to the last couple possessions. Cool. All right. So like this, you got go Boston. Ahead, just... You got Boston's in the 76ers, man. Right. And and like we were saying, this is the this is the future of the NBA, man. Especially yeah. in the East, you know, depending yeah. on. Obviously, where LeBron goes, see, we can't stop talking about the freaking LeBron. But depending on where he go, the East, with these young teams that are on the rise, is definitely going to be something exciting that we can look forward to. For sure. Uh, since we know the West is kind of solidified. Exactly. And there's a lot of big free agents coming out of the West. Paul George, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's some guys that might might go to the East and, and make the conference a little different. Um, my deal with this game, like I said, I'm I'm rooting for LeBron to lose. So I'm looking at the matchup in the next round if they beat Toronto. Beat Toronto, I would rather see LeBron play Philadelphia than Boston. Like yeah. the story, the storyline would be for LeBron to beat Boston after Kyrie left. Like that would be the storyline. That's that that's what you would expect because that's how sports work. Ironically, that's how sports work. But I would prefer if they beat Toronto to play Philadelphia because I think they're going to have – they'll have a hard time with Philadelphia, even though they're un- inexperienced. Um, okay. These boys are nice. But think about how, how Philadelphia is built. Philadelphia is built unlike any other team out here. You have big men yeah, inside, and you got a point guard that gets the team involved surrounded by some shooters. If that's not the, 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 the make of the team that you would want, especially to take down – the, those guys out west is is down right. low. If I could punish you down low, and I got some sharpshooters on the outside with me, I think we got a chance at least. <laughs> Listen to me. So far in the playoffs, so far in the playoffs, right? They only have one player that's shooting under forty five. Oh, under four. Uh, sorry, forty two percent. So that's lights out right now, and that one player is actually Robert Covington. Wow. So, so, well, that should be yeah, well. Yeah, they're getting their buckets. That offense is rolling right now. So 
it's going to be a tough series with Boston. Boston's just been so good this year, man. Like, I didn't expect them to be this good. And could you imagine if they had Kyrie and Gordon Hayward? Oh, my goodness. Especially without their stars. I think they they surprised every, everybody, man. Brad Stevens. Wow. Brad Stevens. Uh, Pops. Those young players. Yep. yep. The way the, the young guys are stepping up like they've been here before is unbelievable. Right. You don't right. usually see the rookies, man. Tatum, I mean, another wow. level. Right. So Brown was out the last game, but the last series he was in, he played very well. Rozier, oh man, right. the list goes right. on. Marcus Smart right. stepping up in the clutch. Marcus Morris is bro. This is a nice like balanced squad. Like Brad Stevens knew what he was doing, and Kyrie like is like the perfect fit for this team. So it's sad that he's not uh it's just sad that he's not uh not playing, but it is what it is. Um I, I think Philly takes it serious, man. I, I do I, too. I do too. I, somehow they're gonna take this. Like they got the bench, they got scores coming off the bench. Uh, they got guys that can put up big numbers. Uh, I like them, man. I think Embiid's gonna get rolling as he gets healthy. That's what scares me. Is Embiid? Mm-hmm. He's a big part. Like if they're gonna beat Boston, like Embiid's got to be rolling. Yes. You know? Yes, he does. I think what he, he don't he don't he hates that match, man. He hates that match. <laughs> I, I think that's one of the things psychologically that's bothering with him. I don't believe anybody on the. Celtics or, or anybody right now can match up with him, but I think he's getting into his own head with that with the damn mask, man. He's gonna have to just let it go and rock out. But I know it can be uncomfortable because it, it messes with your sight, you know, your eyes. You gotta right. be able to see that rim and that ball, man. So I understand the questions, but he's gonna have to get through and take over. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, some gonna be some fun games. This Cleveland game starts a little early, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I, I catch that. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, how's everything going with crypto? Like, what's what's going on with that? Well, right now we we just got out of a, a bear market here uh, since since the start of the year, and and it looks like now we might be trending towards a, a bull, even though we've had a pullback the last few days. Uh, but it does look like a lot of the financial institutions, uh, the institutional uh, institutional investors, as well as these larger hedge funds are, are going to start making their way towards crypto. That's what it's looking like. So we're looking for an opportunity where we might be on a, a hell of a run here over the course of the summer. A lot of these companies are doing uh, getting blockchain patents. And I believe any of the negative news or, or they call FUD that's being thrown at Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies is to drive the price down so that some of these big players can get in and get it cheap. Right. That makes sense. Leave the news, man. Just go ahead and do your own research. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man, that, that that's great. That's great. So uh, that's something to look forward to, especially if you're into crypto. I know you're heavy into it. I kind of fell back. You know, I, I'm still pretty heavy in the fantasy stuff and the sports. Uh, anyone that, that, you know, plays FanDuel or DraftKings, you know, again, follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Rasta or Instagram at Fantasy Rasta. I post a bunch of information. I have cheat sheets. Um, I post cheat sheets actually at the DFSCave.com. So uh, if you want to check that out, go ahead. Um, but, yeah, this this was our first episode. Thank you for listening. Um, easy, you got anything else to, to yeah, with the fan? Anybody looking to, you know – learn anymore uh, or who's interested in bitcoin cryptocurrency uh, you can follow me at i am easy crypto on twitter as well as instagram i post a lot of inspirational you know pictures but i also you know check my dms answer questions 
uh, also 